With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. 42 degrees right now, 51 the high today, 43 the low tonight, 54 on Friday, 39 at the low, 57 on Saturday, 47 the low. Christmas Eve, 56, a 90% chance of rain, 40 the low, 70% chance. And Christmas Day, 48 for a high, 55% chance for rain, 30 the low. Christmas night with a 40% chance for some rain. Mills County Attorney's Office says Dr. Calvin Adolph Weber, 65 of Glenwood, was found guilty on December 15th of assault, contact, insulting, or offensive, which is a simple misdemeanor. Weber appeared before a non-jury trial was found guilty by Magistrate Keith Tucker of assaulting a female patient by stating she was sexy and by unwanted physical contact. Weber was sentenced to pay the maximum of fine of $855 and a no-contact order was issued. Red Oak Police arrested 53-year-old Joshua Norman Fuller of Red Oak on an active Red Oak Police Department warrant for a controlled substance violation and failure to affix a drug tax stamp. Police transported Fuller to the Montgomery County Jail and held him on a $330,000 bond. Mills County Attorney's Office says 34-year-old Joseph Stephen Tyler Harris of City was found guilty in October of enticing a minor under 16 for a sexual purpose in Mills County. Harris appeared before the Honorable Judge Barr for a sentencing hearing in the district court in and for Mills County December 14th. He was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Atlantic Mayor Grace Garrett recognized three outgoing city council members and presented the oath of office to three new members, and two members were re-elected to their respective seats. The city department heads started the meeting by introducing themselves to the new council members, Emily Kennedy, 1st Ward, Mike McDermott, 3rd Ward, and Sean Sarsfield, 4th Ward. Well, Mayor Garrett followed up the introductions by honoring outgoing council members Lee Sisko in 2nd Ward and 4th Ward council member Linda Hartkoff for their faithful service to the city of Atlantic. We have been blessed with some good folks to serve alongside. And I have had a very supportive council since I took my role as mayor. And I, I want you to know, Lee, how much I appreciate your expertise, how much you brought to the table. Lee was a retired state trooper with the state of California. And Lee brought a lot to the table, and he served on our committees well. And I just want to personally tell you, I am going to miss you, but I hope that you're not too far away. Now, Lee Sisko says serving on the council has been an education. I think if anybody's in the community, uh, they really ought to think about it because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I don't think the community completely understands what it takes to get a simple crosswalk done. I mean, there's a lot of cogs in the wheel that have to turn and turn properly, and I think the more involvement we get from the community, the better off we are. And Mayor Garrett recognized Linda Hartkopf for 16 years of service on the city council. She has truly given some years to serving her community, and she's done it well. Um, I, I don't know where things might lead you, Linda, but I know that you will progress in being a part of our community, and I appreciate that. And, and Linda was Mayor Pro Tem this past year, two years with me, and um, I would... I would say to her, I'm going to be gone this weekend or something, and she was always right there um, willing to serve. So thank you, and I really appreciate that. You're welcome. And Linda Hardkoff says she enjoyed serving the community. She admitted that she did not know what she was in for when elected the first time as a write-in candidate. I wasn't expecting it, but I said when I first ran that I would listen to the clients, the people who contacted me about an issue 
and then vote the way they wanted to. And I have tried to remain true to that. If you contacted me about something and talked to me about something, I tried to vote the way the majority of those of you who contacted me wanted me to do. So I appreciated the community. I learned a lot, too. There's still lots to learn. If I would be on the council, as it's a continual learning experience. But I've enjoyed it, and thank you to everybody who's been a part of my life in that time. Outgoing Third Ward Councilman Pat McCurdy was not at the meeting on Wednesday. Meanwhile, Mayor Garrett followed up with the swearing-in of the two council members and veteran members elected office, Elaine Adi and Jim Behrens. On Monday, the Ottoman School Board approved the superintendent-sharing agreement with Exira EHK. On Tuesday, the Exira EHK School Board made it official. Trevor Miller will begin his duties on July 1, 2024. The agreement is a 50-50 share in each district. Probably it'll be two and a half days in each district, or it'll be uh, three days, one week, two days the next between the two districts. So um, Exira Oakland Kimmelton will hold the contract, but it is a two-year sharing agreement. Uh, so we have that in place for the next couple of years, and then... Uh, we'll keep moving forward after that, but no, but the boards have done a great job. Um, once Eric announced he was retiring, him and I kind of had discussions, and uh, you know, we with Mark and then Kevin, the two board presidents, we met and kind of discussed if this made sense, and then brought it back to the boards and went through the interview process. And now, after the last two nights of both boards approving it, it's all said and done. It's official. Starting July first, it will be shared between the two districts. Trevor Miller and Audubon School Superintendent Eric Trager will meet over the Christmas break to start planning for the transition. I'll be working with him and the boards to make sure, you know, the transition goes as smoothly as possible. And so when it's official day to July 1st, we kind of have everything in place and can just keep moving everything forward. The agreement follows Audubon School Superintendent Eric Traeger's announcement in October that he would be retiring on June 30, 2024. Mr. Traeger spent 38 years in education, 36 years in the Audubon School District, and five years as a shared superintendent with Audubon and Coon Rapids Bayard. Well, the Adair County Board of Supervisors met on Wednesday and set a public hearing for a budget amendment to the fiscal year 2024 budget. Mandy Billings reports. Adair County Auditor Mandy Berg explained some of the amendments to the fiscal year 24 budget. So by department, um, I'm increasing the board's budget um, just in order to do some fiscal agent and some grant things. So revenue and expenditure is zero out. Auditor, I'm asking for an extra $3,000 um, with that new mailing of the budget statements that we have to mail out um, now for our budget. Um, that's going to, it's pretty much just like a, a tax. So the expense is going to be another $3,000 in my budget. So, Berg said the treasurer, sheriff, and clerk of court are also amending their budgets. She's put a lot of things in iPaid, and it's bringing a lot more interest this year than she originally thought. Um, so we're looking about about a $109,000 increase in that. Sheriff's office is also um, amending their revenue. They had a hail damage check that they put in and then that sale of the Explorer. They are also amending their budget to pay for that vehicle that we had not been able to pay for last fiscal year. So um, that's about 88000 Clerk of court, of course, juvenile detention has gone up. And so um, the daily rate went from like $120 to $170. So for a month, we're paying like $50,000 for one kid. But it's, it's pretty ridiculous. We have a little bit of room in there now, but I put another $10,000 in to get us by for hopefully a few more months. The amendment also accounts for some grant money received and for the recorder's office adding another employee. In the end, though, our total revenue that we're amending for outweighs the expenditures. So as for fund balances, general fund, 
is actually going up from 17 to 19 percent because of the the revenue bringing in from the interest. General supplemental staying about the same at 22 percent, and rural um, is decreasing a little by a few percentage points from 22 to 8. The public hearing on the budget amendment is set for January 10th at 9.10 a.m. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.